when we're kids, we all play hide and seek, right? Oh, yeah. Did you have a favorite, like, hidey spot? Oh, probably just under the bed. Oh, right. Isn't that everybody? Yeah, well, one like Florida it. criminal is uh, taking it next level with his interesting hiding place during a manhunt. All right. Well, Bitcoin fever hits Miami Woo. and promptly shuts it down. Oops. We'll explain why. And a Scrivener's error gives one Florida resident a bit more than he bargained for. Oh, all that and more coming up on this week's episode of the Florida Freak Show. Hurry, hurry, hurry! Ladies and gents, boys and girls, step right up for the Florida Freak Show! Welcome back to the Florida Freak Show. I'm Corey O'Donnell. And I'm Kirsten O'Donnell. And if you've ever read a Florida news story online or seen a Sunshine State newscast, you know that Florida's greatest export are weird stories about the people who live and play here. And we have some of those to share, do we not, Kirsten? What a lucky guess. Yes, we do indeed. Ripped from the headlines? Ripped from the headlines. First one comes to us from WEARTV.com. Two women on Okaloosa Island had their gold Chevy Trailblazer carjacked recently. Uh They say a man approached them showing off a gun handle tucked inside his pants, saying he needed their car. And fortunately, he let one of the women take the toddler out of the vehicle before he hopped in and drove off in it. The women, of course, called deputies who found the vehicle on a dead-end road near the beach in Dustin, and that's where the trail went cold. Oh, That is until a few hours later, when deputies were called to a criminal mischief complaint nearby. Okay. When police spotted 37-year-old Donald Douglas, he ran in the only direction where he knew they couldn't follow him in patrol cars. Oh. South. Oh. To the Gulf of Mexico. Okay. Well, a little water didn't deter the deputies, who by this point had figured out he was also the carjacking suspect. They entered the water and took Douglas into custody. Douglas claimed that the women had given him permission to take the car. (laughs) Deputies are not buying it. (laughs) Douglas is being charged with carjacking with a firearm, grand theft auto, resisting an officer, and felony violation of probation among other charges. Well, that's one way to duck the police, right? Right, how yeah. Long, how long do you think he thought he would last in the water? I'm not sure. I mean, mm. the Gulf of Mexico is very large. It is. So it's, you know, in yeah. that way, I guess, a good place to hide. Um, part of the issue is, though, like off of the Florida coast, it is also very shallow. Did he think that the police were like gremlins, like they don't want to be near the water? <laughs> Right? Uh, I I thought that water was where you went like during the zombie apocalypse to get away from the zombies, not to get away from cops. Yeah, that's probably a good call there. But I mean, it's it's shallow on the Florida shelf. You've got to walk a long way out or swim a long way out before like you're even waist deep, at least Mm, in our part of Florida, maybe not in the panhandle. That's true. Yeah, hard to say, but uh, at least he had the good sense to not steal a little kid when he <laughs> when he stole the car. Not a good plan to add kidnapping to the bevy of charges that he's right. I mean, because with. then you end up like the guy last week who had to throw a toddler at deputies as a distraction. Yes, stop throwing toddlers at people. I I think that's good life yeah, advice. Thank really you, Corey. Oh, I'm happy to help. <laughs> yeah, he claimed the women, of course, gave him permission. To borrow their gold Chevy Trailblazer, which, by the way, gold Chevy Trailblazer, yuck. Um, But uh, yeah, I guess the permission, that's why they uh, deputies found both of the women's cell phones uh, ditched out the window on the side of the road after he drove off, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean... Totally what you do when you borrow somebody's car legally. Yeah, they're probably not going to make a big fit about you taking the car because you were able to let them take the toddler out. So yeah, 
Maybe that's why you thought that they gave it to you. They didn't give it to you, dude. <laughs> no. By the way, the criminal mischief complaints, mm. it was because he was using someone's outdoor shower by oh. the beach. Well, so maybe he was just trying to wash his hands of the entire situation. <laughs> yeah. I'm not quite sure. Or his whole body, apparently. Who yeah. knows? <laughs> I, I was wondering why he even needed the car. I mean, it was abandoned near the beach, so he didn't probably take it too far. Did he really just need to get to the surf and sand? Apparently, he needed to steal a boat. Oh, good point. Just saying. I mean, if he's planning on like you know making running his getaway into the, the Gulf, at least steal like a jet ski or come something. On. Yeah, a trailblazer is not going to get you very far. No. You know, maybe he ran into the Gulf because he was just hoping he'd be out of their jurisdiction once oh, he was in the Gulf waters. You that's know, maritime something. law, yeah. right? Yeah, it's a Coast Guard problem at that point. Oh, how do we know where the Coast Guard border starts? Where the police border ends and the Coast Guard border starts. All that stuff's above my pay grade. I'm I'm sure it's in Florida statute somewhere, but I'm sure it but is. I don't know. Yeah, maybe if he washed back up on shore like the square grouper, then that that's when he would be back. In like a wet foot, dry foot thing. Yeah, there you go. Interesting. Who knows? If you actually go out and then you come back in, are you are you absolved of all your crimes? It's like it's like a baptism. Oh, I don't know. A saltwater baptism. Oh, I like it. Yeah. I think that sounds like it would actually attract more people to come to Florida, so why not? (laughs) Well, our second story comes to us from MSN.com. Earlier this month, Miami was the site of a massive cryptocurrency conference, Bitcoin 2021. Nice. It was one of the biggest events to take place in the entire country over like the last year and a half. And the conference may have spread more than just excitement about Bitcoin. Oh, no. Uh, Cryptocurrency podcaster Luke Martin says that he caught COVID during the conference. Oh, boy. And others have reported hearing about a number of infections after, of course, three days of conferencing and partying in Wynwood. That'll do it. The conference sold about 12,000 tickets. And although a lot of the event was outdoors, there were plenty of warehouse parties and club parties to be had. Nice. Mostly, of course, among unmasked participants because after all, this is Florida. This is Florida. This is Miami. BTC Media, who threw the event, says that it gave CDC and Florida recommendations to all participants and said that those who were high risk or unvaccinated might just want to wait until next year's conference to attend. But clearly some people just chose to march to the beat of their own drummer. Yeah. Well, it's. I guess it's only fitting that a conference centered around a volatile currency would totally cause a health scare. (laughs) Yeah. So what are the two things that kind of define all the weirdness and craziness of 2021? I mean, it's basically coronavirus and and cryptocurrency, cryptocurrency, right? It it really does feel like those are the two hit makers. Like if time were to create like a person of the year or whatever, it would be both of those things. Yeah, it's it's like, you remember those old Reese's peanut butter cup commercials from the 70s? Like two great tastes that taste great together. You got your coronavirus in my cryptocurrency. (laughs) Oh, no. It definitely puts the crypt in cryptocurrency, that's for sure. But um, bumps. Hey, just saying, it's right there in the word. Yeah, I, I guess it is. So, cryptocurrency club parties and warehouse parties, like, yeah, what is that scene like? Like, you can't make it rain 
really with cryptocurrency. Yeah, hard to pay the strippers and uh, <laughs> yeah, just like I guess they're like can't open your... up the crypto wallet. Yeah, for what's that? your username? Can we can we just uh, exchange it that way? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how you make it rain. I do know that it would be the most boring rap video ever. Or it could just be a bunch of maybe it's making rain with IOUs. Oh, yeah, interesting. Like, or uh, just throwing hey, your phones in the air. I don't hey, know. That'll work too. I do have to ask, though, since we're talking about Bitcoin, how's your Bitcoin doing? Oh, my my crypto wallet? Yeah, your crypto wallet. Um, Well, you know, cryptocurrency has had some folks pretty stressed out sure. over the last month. Yeah. Like, basically, your portfolio, whatever it was a month ago, you're at like 30 to 40% of that oh, now. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I am... I am basically at about the point of my initial investment again. Oh, okay. Like I was flying high for a while Not too and then bad. it dropped back yeah. down to my initial investment, which to be fair, I've maybe invested a hundred to hundred and fifty dollars yeah. in cryptocurrency. So it's not like I'm gonna be like selling my plasma to make up for my <laughs> cryptocurrency losses. That's good. I'd rather you, you know, not do that. I'm not contemplating suicide. Um we might not be able to eat out once, you know. Hey, um such is life, man. Peaks and valleys, strikes and gutters. Like this happens. <laughs> strikes all, and gutters, man. This happens all the time, man. It's like it's only it's only, you know, cryptocurrency is no different. It's gonna happen. Yeah, I, I think it's appropriate though, really, this whole thing, because kind of the whole point of cryptocurrency in a lot of ways is like F the system, F the stock market, F the Fed, you know, screw all those guys. We're doing this on our own. I mean, if if you're already an F the Feds kind of person, then you're probably not into stuff like, you know, I don't know, CDC regulations Protocols, or guidance or sort of stuff. masks or vaccines, yeah. right? So we're not really that surprised that something like this happened. Probably so, not. So with the with the Bitcoin though, you're not you're are you planning on investing more or are you just gonna stand pat and see how it goes? Oh, you wanna know if I'm gonna buy the dip. Hey. I'm I'm all, I'm all for getting a new tip, whatever it might be. I mean, so. I might throw another ten bucks in here or there. Hey, but right. l- yeah. listen, I'm not investing my life savings. In Still it. dipping your toe in, maybe dipping See my what? toe in. Yeah. You never know. I Kicking could be. The tires. I could be like that guy in Georgia. Did you hear? Did you hear about the dude in no. Georgia? So, okay, it's not a Florida thing. Yeah, but like. George, it's close enough. Georgia's Florida adjacent. It's right by us. You've got the Florida Georgia line, which yep. is not only a terrible country rock Valdosta is just a stone throw away it, it really is yeah. so um there's this guy in georgia who like one night threw 20 dollars into a, a cryptocurrency called i think rocket bunny hey rocket bunny which is a great name i mean yeah. i would invest 20 bucks in rocket bunny hey, it's maybe, a bunny with a rocket come on what are you on. doing after the podcast sounds like what, <laughs> what we're doing it's like rocket city trash pandas yeah. how do you not love rocket bunny come on so he wakes up the next morning casually checks his crypto wallet and uh he's got like a trillion dollars Oh, wow. Like his $20 investment literally overnight went up to a trillion dollars. It is now at something like, I don't know, $169 trillion. <laughs> $20 in crypto. Now I have more money than Jeff Bezos. Right. Yeah. Wow. He's, yeah, all in rocket money, though. Hey. Um, he, of course, immediately was like, uh, I need to withdraw some of this money mm-hmm. and got an error. Just a couple, just a couple hundred million. Yeah. That's all. I don't want to take it all bucket. out. It's not that much. I'm not taking it all out. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not an animal. No. Um, so he tries to take it out, gets an error message, tries oh, to take it out, gets an error message. 
um, and like literally is sending messages to his crypto wallet comp- company hey. and they're not responding. And he tells Rocket Bunny and Rocket Bunny contacts them and they're still not responding. It wasn't until this became like a national story that he finally got a message that was like, yeah, um, it's a display error. Oh, of course it is. So his $169 trillion is a display error. And <laughs> I mean, the dude is taking it all in stride because it's very obvious that yeah. the whole thing is a, you know, huge mistake yeah um but at the same time you know give the guy an explanation at least you know i hope the bank doesn't use that excuse for me any the next time i go to look at my balance oh it's a display error it's a display error now of course i could i could use it to work against uh, work for me as as well as against me true yeah 169 trillion dollars you could throw one heck of a crypto club party oh yeah you could make it rain whatever you want yeah that guy's running the conference next year let's (laughs) just make that clear Our next story comes to us from TampaBay.com. Last year, Bobby Reed of Brooksville spotted a small building at the base of the town's water tower that seemed like the perfect place to open a gym. Sounds good. So we approached the city's community redevelopment department to discuss buying the building, and it took like a year to declare the building as surplus and subdivide the land. But then a few months ago, the Brooksville City Council voted to sell Reed the property for a mere $55,000. Hey, nice job. Well, a few days later, Reed goes to the Hernando County Property Appraiser's office and got told that the parcel he bought also included the city's water tower. Uh-oh. Uh, being an upstanding guy, he did deed the water tower itself back to the city, but the snafu has sparked some pretty serious controversy in the town of 7,000 residents. Um, the community redevelopment manager has resigned. City oh, council no. members are upset that the city lost some parking spaces. And residents, of course, are upset that the government didn't exactly read the fine print on the contract that it wrote. Of course. Uh, The mayor says, though, that all is well now that the water tower is back in the city's hands and says that now they just need to make sure nothing like this ever happens again. What is it, an animal house? All is well! (laughs) Remain calm! Nothing to see here. (laughs) Now, what a disaster this could have been. I mean, and you don't always see the buyer, you know, doing the right thing. But man, it's a good thing that he did. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like, I feel like this could have been a super villain origin story, or at oh, least yeah. part of it. You know, like, like the Eat your opportunity. Heart out, Lex right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we've talked about the whole trope of like poisoning the town's water supply or controlling the water supply in the desert. Batman you know? Begins, right? I think that was there. I was. I think that was the plot of Batman Begins. Probably yeah. uh, Mad Max, Waterworld. Yeah. I don't know. Some movie along those. Uh, pretty much, I think any post-apocalyptic movie you know you control the water you control everything right right. yeah Yeah, newman i think was paraphrased when saying that well there you go and he's a super villain if you control (laughs) the water you control everything yeah, but anytime anyone, uh, you know, anyone who's ever taken the time to read a government document or, or yeah. deeds or anything along those lines knows how confusing they can be. Oh, yeah. This dude actually, like, read the deed, mm-hmm. went to city council, said, something doesn't seem right. Like, I feel like I'm getting a little bit more than I'm supposed to be getting. And they were yeah. like, no, 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 it's fine. The city attorney looked it over. The city manager wrote it. It's all good. Whatever. It's all yours. Yeah, it's really nice to see that even the people that write the fine print don't read it either. <laughs> I there's a <clears throat> I don't know why there's a part of me that thinks that there's probably just like double negatives in the in the in the fine print. I'm sure there are. It's like the water tower is not 
not yours. It's not never yours. Oh, no. <laughs> Does that mean it is mine? I guess so. It's got two negatives in there. That's so weird. Yeah, we and you know we've talked about how Sunshine Law and open records laws, while they're good and they mm-hmm. encourage transparency in government, yeah. at the same time kind of gum up the system sometimes, yeah. and and you know make people really review things repeatedly right. and do public hearings and all of that. Where are the intrepid reporters in this situation? Where where are the busybody residents who are, you know, reading the council documents and showing up to protest them giving up the building at the base of the water tower? They would have just been ignored like everybody else always does. <laughs> but you're right. I mean, this is exactly why you need watchdogs, you know, for all of this for this reason alone. It could have Like bloodhounds? Yeah. <laughs> yeah right they sniff out this stuff too they can sniff out a double negative in, in the fine print just like you know they're sniffing out a t-bone no but i think in the long run bobby reed may be the biggest hero to ever come out of brooksville oh totally he saved him thousands of dollars in At you least. know like not having to rebuild a water tower and as of course a whole lot of water good on him good on him yeah. or is he a super villain he might be but this we, is just part of the long con. <laughs> it's it's possible. But for the time being, we need to praise him. Yeah. I guess. America needs more heroes like Brooksville's Bobby He's Reed. an unlikely hero. He's not the hero that Brooks, Brooksville needs. He's the, he's the hero that they deserve. <laughs> right? What I love about the more whole Batman thing. More Batman ties. Yeah. Yeah. You know I hate Batman. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's rich. Because he's just a rich jerk. Yeah. There's nothing special a about rich jerk Batman. With a bunch of gadgets on his little. He's belt. like Jeff Bezos wanted to shoot himself off into space just because he has too much money to do anything right. else. Uh, Direct all your hate mail at freaks at floridafreakshow.com. <laughs> no, but what I love most about this story, honestly, mm. is the fact that the city council is really upset about this. Oh, sure. Because the city lost parking. Well, of course. Parking is like the backbone of a city. It's got 7,000 people. Like, how yeah. important are parking spaces? In it? And I've lived in cities with 7,000 people. Yeah. Um, How important really is good parking in this city? Yeah, it seems like it's usually always pretty plentiful whenever you're in a smaller town like that. Right? I guess that's why we're not city council people. We're just not thinking the same way. I guess so. You know, I never knew the term Scrivener's Error until uh, I worked for a city government. Mm. I had never heard the expression before. What's a scrivener like? Who's like who's like a like the city clerk? Yeah, is the scrivener? No, but I mean, so the, you know, the person yeah. taking the taking the minutes at the city council yeah. meeting, or right. or or potentially the person you know writing up the documents that relate sure. to the city council sure. meeting. That's your scrivener. Ah, I guess. I I don't know any scriveners. Maybe, I maybe that's a problem. I knew a scrivener, but she oh. retired. Oh, good for her. Yeah, good Even for scriveners her. Scriveners retire. That's good. Well, did you think it was just something you did until you keeled over? I don't know. Like on the dais at a council meeting. It's you possible. You just keel over. Yeah, and then They some, wheel you out. They somebody, wheel in some yeah, new somebody one. Somebody and... else comes in. It's like, here's your <laughs> lifetime appointment, just like a judge. Oh, interesting. It might as well be. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, our last story comes to us from WSVN.com. Chris Sander was in his Miami Beach home on a recent Tuesday afternoon when he heard a familiar sound. A Lamborghini starting up outside his house. Of course. 
his Lamborghini, oh, to be a no. bit more specific. Sander looked out the front window and saw his black Lamborghini Urus SUV driving away. Oh, boy. So how do you chase down a thief when they have your car? You run after him. You jump on your scooter. Oh, even better. So Sander hopped on his scooter and chased after the stolen Lambo. Nice. Um, as it turns out, the car was stolen by a 14-year-old who apparently broke into Sander's garage and swiped the keys from there. Oh, boy. I guess the teenager got nervous by the scooter following him and turned himself into police. After arriving at the scene on his scooter, Sander was able to drive his car home still in one piece. Well, a happy ending. That's nice. But yes. I think you buried a lead here. Lamborghini makes SUVs? Uh, Why yeah. does that sound horrible? And they make multiple SUVs. Hey, I guess, I, I, you know, there is a market in that. I mean, we, we, we're seeing SUVs everywhere. I just don't see Lambos as SUVs. Well, if I'm you sorry. saw a Lamborghini Urus, you would you would really not see Lamborghinis as SUVs because see? I'm sorry, it ugly. Yeah. But Kanye drives one, so I guess it must be cool, right? I, I mean, that's definitely the that's definitely cool. And we all need an SUV that's 641 horsepower. Oh. Don't we ever. <laughs> no, my next thought is uh, maybe don't leave your keys in the garage. Right. Like if you've got an expensive car like that, I would probably ca- keep them in the house. Yeah, if you've got a car that's worth a quarter of a million dollars. Yeah. And listen, I'm sure if you've got a Lamborghini, you probably have a nicer garage than most of the garages in our sure, neighborhood. Sure, Perhaps a little bit more security in your garage. But I know a lot of people who just leave their garage door open pretty yeah. much all the time. Yeah. I'm not leaving my car keys in my my garage. Mm. I mean, why don't you just leave them on the dashboard? Leave them on the front seat. I mean, that's kind of what I was thinking. It's like, I don't get it. I just don't get it. I wouldn't put the keys in the same room that your car's in. That's just me. Doesn't it seem weird that a Lamborghini even has keys? Yeah, it feels like it's like something that's like a chip that's like implanted inside of you, and that's how, <laughs> how it moves around. Like a little chip in your brain. Hey, for a quarter of a million dollars, I feel like you, I feel like you got to do that. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I think that's totally legit. Totally legit. You know, I, I have questions about this. Mm. First of all, in the story, we don't know what kind of scooter it is. No, we never find that out. So when I first read the story, maybe it's because it's more expensive than the Lambo, and <gasps> they don't want you to find out. About Ooh, it. because it doesn't even have keys, and he just leaves it in his garage willy nilly, where any fourteen-year-old could steal it. It's incredible. No, like my first thought was like. I, I know your first thought was like a Vespa. Mm-hmm. My yeah. first thought was like one of those kids' razor scooters. Yeah. Like he just hopped on that and <laughs> raced it down the just street. Started sashaying back and forth until he got to it. What if it was like um, an electronic wheelchair scooter, like a hover round? Oh, that, see, now now I'm getting like, you know, visions of Seinfeld in my head where the, <laughs> the hover round, like chase. The, the, the chase, yeah. And it might have been as fast as that because, as we know, the traffic in Miami Beach not the fastest in the world. Yeah, so. I. you know what? No matter what type of scooter it was, it's still a great story that the guy hops on the scooter, yeah. but some of them make a much more interesting mental picture than others. I think what's funny about this story is that it's a story that involves a Lamborghini, uh-huh. uh, which makes great exotic cars and, and even motorcycles, and yet both vehicles are not what I would think of when I think of Lamborghinis, an SUV and a scooter. I yeah. don't get it. 
It's like, I, I feel like they just threw the Lambo in there just to throw it in there. But it's, no, that's the SUV. I just don't get it. I just feel like he's doing it wrong. Like, he's got to go with the sports car. I feel like everybody in this story is doing it wrong. Yeah. So, first of all, you're stealing a Lamborghini Urus. <laughs> yes. Which is hideous mm-hmm. and is the cheapest of all the Lamborghinis. Yeah. I mean... Uh, sure, it's like $250,000, but okay. still, it's cheap for a Lamborghini. Basically, mm-hmm. it's like a starter Lambo hey. for somebody who's getting into Lamborghini theft. We all got to start somewhere. That's very true. Um, second, Miami Beach is like a long, skinny island. Yeah. It's got like two main north-south roads mm-hmm. and a whole bunch of little side roads, and that's about it. Like, if you steal a car on Miami Beach... I'm not quite sure where you're going with it. No. I mean, there's bridges. Yeah. But bridges get backed up. Yeah. I just think, I think it's like everything else. It's a status symbol. It's like the SLS resort. When you go there, they they have all the really nice cars that are valeted like out there. I think that it's like, hey, I'm going to have an SUV, but I got to have the Lamborghini of SUVs. So I'll just get a Lamborghini. But still, why are you stealing it? I don't There's know. much nicer cars on South Beach you yeah. can steal. And if you're going to be that inconspicuous, maybe you know, he wanted go the, big or go home. Yeah, maybe he maybe the kid wanted like the the status symbol, but he also was kind of I'm kind of practical. You know? <laughs> I want I want something I can cart around my friends in. Yes, because uh, 14-year-old delinquents are definitely known for their being very practical. Yeah, Yeah. practical and frugal. The kid ditched the car and then like ran up to a bystander and was like, oh my God, hey, I'm only 14 years old and the cops are chasing me and this guy's chasing me because I might have stolen his Lamborghini. What do I do? (laughs) And the bystander's like, "Um, turn yourself in because they'll be lenient on you. So the kid does that. Yeah. Apparently, this isn't the kid's first uh, encounter with the law, from what I understand. Uh. And that perhaps it wasn't even the first car theft, though, you know, again, Lambo is, mm, it's it's upscale, but it's the beginner Lambo. Hey, yeah. Do you think this Lamborghini had the scissor uh, doors? You know, it's funny. I always thought that that no matter what, they were called gull wings. Yeah. Like, I always thought whether it was like on the DeLorean or the... Yeah, like, I always thought Any sort door of that, that didn't that open traditionally yeah. was called gull wings because they all kind of look like wings. No, either. Scissor I, doors. I was like, I had to look it up. Scissor doors. I mean, I mean they must. Yeah. I mean, isn't on. that kind of the hallmark of the Lambo is the scissor door? It's not a Lambo if they don't have the scissor doors. That's yeah. my That's my opinion. So what's your dream Lambo? Oh, probably the Kutosh. I don't right? know what color. Uh, the first time I ever saw a Lamborghini was in the movie Cannonball Run. You know, big, <laughs> big hit. There were two lovely ladies that were wearing like uh, satin jumpsuits that came out of the Lamborghini. And I was like, hey, that's a nice looking car. And Those that's all I said. Nice looking jumpsuits. Yep. Some nice looking jumpsuits <laughs> in that car. Yeah, I think. What about yours? What's your dream? I mean,. When I was a teenager, I also would have said Countach. Sure. Probably bright yellow. It's the way to go. Those Diablos, though, look nice, too. The Diablos are nice. Yeah. And, and you know, looking back on it now, like the Countach, it looks like a Transformer. Like, it yeah. doesn't, it doesn't, I don't even know what Lamborghinis look like now. I mean, I do, because I go to Naples often enough to see them, <laughs> yeah. but... I don't know if they're new Lamborghinis or old Lamborghinis. Yeah. I but just look at it and go, of, look, a Lamborghini. Yeah, everybody's sort of usurping that 
look because like even the new Corvettes look so much more like the old Lamborghinis do. Yeah, it's like some sort of a hybrid between an older Ferrari and an older Lamborghini. Basically, whoever designed the Corvette just like looked at 1980s Italian sports cars and kind of went from there. Yeah, he's like maybe he's a Magnum PI fan, you know, went with the Ferrari kind of look and then it's like, oh, now I got a Corvette. So, Urus, by the way, or Urus, Urus. um, is like an ancient breed of ox. Ah. So I guess that explains why it's so ugly. Yeah, possibly. And I'm sure sure if I saw one in person, I'd be like, wow, that's a really pretty SUV. But the pictures I've seen of it, blah. (laughs) Yeah. Don't buy me one. I don't need, I I won't. Don't worry about (laughs) it. Not even with all my (laughs) cryptocurrency that I'm getting. So uh, what did we learn this week? Well, I learned that the best place to hide in Florida is all around us, but you're going to get wet. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I learned that Bitcoin fever might be contagious, but it's not as contagious as coronavirus. Oh, I also learned that reading the fine print on the contract isn't a big thing. The people that write it don't even really know know what it says. That's true. And I learned that sometimes a $200,000 sports car is no match for what might be a $100 scooter. That's right. Well, those were our freakiest Florida finds for the week. And as always, you can hunt down a whole lot of other wacky news stories from across the Sunshine State on our Facebook and Twitter pages. That's right. That's at FLA Freak Show. And while you're on the socials, remember to follow us, share us, and like us. And of course, if you see a story that we've missed, please let us know. That's right. And also, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform, we would love to hear from you. We really would. Until next week, I'm Corey O'Donnell. And I'm Kirsten O'Donnell. Till we meet again, remember to let your Florida freak flag fly. Goodbye. Yeah,